morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 250 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what's that, Arson? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, The Vampire Hunter, Arsene Lakpa. Hey guys, it's me, Vampire Hunter Arsene. I just want to let y'all know that I'm here to take out all these bloodsuckers. You know, I got my wooden stakes, I've got my, you know, shotgun, and these bloodsuckers aren't going to get a, a single other ounce of blood out of anybody in our community okay so if you ever see a vampire call me up my number is 305-678-3221 uh and i'll be there i don't care what what part of the country you're in i'll show i'll fly out there and i'll get that vampire for you that's crazy you're telling me if i call you up there'll be enough time between you getting here and the vampire trying to get after me that i'll still be alive (laughs) don't underestimate a vampire hunter in 2023 i have technology (laughs) you wouldn't even your your tiny little human non-vampire hunter brain wouldn't understand oh okay okay i'll be there okay okay well uh we'll talk about vampires a little bit more in a second but quick reminder everybody if you want to learn more about the show, if you want to get involved, talk to us, have a good time, uh, you can do that by joining the Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. The link will be in the description of this podcast, um, as well as the link for our Kofi if you want to help support hosting costs for the year, as well as all the links to our social media and good stuff like that. Nevertheless, it's time to get in, and I'm going to talk about one of the best games, all right, to drop on Game Pass in a long time this game uh people have been talking about it for a long time uh it's, it's been hyped and you know some people might be a little bit down on it but not me and that game's chained echoes all right because I, yeah. I beat chained echoes i can officially now say 10 out of 10 this game was crazy this game was fantastic 10 out of 10 I highly recommend it best pixel game i've played i think ever best pixel rpg i've played ever and i would probably say best turn-based rpg i've played ever with an asterisk of saying maybe excluding yakuza like a dragon okay i might put yakuza like a dragon over this but other than that i can't think of any other turn-based rpg that i've played that is better than this it just solved so many of the problems that uh rpgs of that style typically have doesn't have the grinding problem doesn't have uh it has crazy number of like unique enemies uh it has ways to you don't have to heal your party after every fight uh it changes up the combat uh, mechanics so you're not just fighting with the same party uh throughout the entire game you have a lot of combat scenarios where you're actually using sky armor which changes the whole flow of how you need to think of battles and stuff like that um and the story is really, really good. And there's a lot of side content where you can just like stumble on upon stuff, find stuff. Uh, the side quests are all fully fleshed out and have like a fun, exciting story. There's not a hundred side quests. There's like 10, 12 maybe. So it's just enough where it feels like a decent amount of content, but also a uh, few enough where all of them can have their own story and attention and feel like they're all unique. Uh, and there are like no fetch quests or anything like that or no like, oh, just fight this thing and it's over type thing. So it's really hard to find a flaw and your finger is up. What do you got to say? I did not realize it was on Game Pass. I don't it think is on I, Game Pass. I was, you know, thinking to myself, Steam Summer Sale, here I come. I'm going to have to pick up Chain Echoes. Wow. You've gifted me with quite a, quite a little nugget of knowledge here. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Game Pass, in terms of indie games... I think has almost had every I think Game Pass to date probably has had every great indie game over the past decade on it. It's had except Hades Pizza on Tower. it. Except Pizza Tower. Because that's not on consoles yet. But it has Hades right. on it, had Outer Wilds on it, has Chained Echoes on it, had It Takes Two on it. Uh right? Three EA, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, three EA. Oh, did it have did it? it? 
I thought it came to. I might be wrong on that one. It was definitely through EA, but I don't know if they had uh, it on game, like you know, an Xbox Game Pass by itself. Anyways, maybe I'm wrong on that one. I don't know. It's on. It's on there. It's on there right now. Okay. Uh, I think that's through EA Play though. Same thing. Doesn't matter. Anyway, anyways, anyways, um, it had it has Hollow Knight on it right now. Celeste was on there. I mean. In terms of goaded indie games, Game Pass has somehow managed to get pretty much everyone on there. I'm wondering if Sifu will eventually make it on there. Uh, I know Sifu didn't really review like it was one of the greatest indie games of all time, but I am curious if they pull that one on there. Obviously, Cult of the Lamb was also on there. Um, so, yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, was it not? Uh-uh. Sorry. All right, not, so, on, not on Game Pass, no. Maybe that one didn't make the cut. Devolver is not... Uh, locked into Game Pass just yet, but don't worry. They don't need to be. They're kind of in their own bag. They I'll need to be. Put them in there. Gumbrella. Gumbrella Silk Song. About to hit up on there. Is Gumbrella going to be on Game Pass? Maybe not either. Maybe not. I have no idea. Anyways, anyways. Chain Echoes, goaded. Uh, highly re- recommend it. Um, if I had to say maybe one or two flaws with it, the one flaw that it did carry over from uh, other RPGs is that. Like, I ended the game and I had, like, a billion different status items that, like, I never use in any game. Like, oh, mm-hmm. here's 50 of this item to cure sleep. And then, like, almost no enemies in the game even put your <laughs> characters to sleep. Maybe on hard mode that would have been a problem. But, um, yeah, I just ended up having a lot of items that I just didn't really need to use. Um, and there's also this, like, crystal fusing uh mechanic where you like fuse these crystals you find in the world and you can uh equip them into your armor and your weapons to give them a buff but it's kind of just like it's too much work and it's not even necessary you you can be plenty strong without that so that's kind of a wasted mechanic other than nice. that no no major complaints at all so shout out to chain echoes nice nice uh are there any games before we get into the Redfall talk and, and some other stuff? Are there any other games you want to shout out before do, we move on? I do want to shout out two games here. Uh, Resident Evil Four has been wrapped. Ooh, I, nice, I powered nice. through. Uh, got it wrapped up um, just in time for today's episode. And let me tell you, it's it's got a nine out of ten in my book. You know, I okay. think that it, uh, I get I get the hype. I understand why people gush over Resident Evil Four. Um, I can only imagine being an OG Resident Evil Four uh, fan, and then you know getting this remake. It probably would have it would have felt you know crazy good to you know experience that. But you know as a first time Resident Evil Four player playing this remake, I thought it was an uh, an awesome time. Story wise, nothing too crazy. You know it felt like I was watching a cheesy action movie, mm-hmm. and you know personally that you know that completely does it for me. I love you know anything if it's super cheesy. You know we're cracking you know the one liners like I talked about last time. Um, I I love to see that you know Leon's character throughout the uh, story stays the exact same. Like this guy you know <laughs> well, the the enemy will the boss will turn into the most grotesque creature and he's just like damn I'm sick of this shit and then you're just <laughs> like damn bro that's all that's all you have to say it's just, it's just ridiculous it's a it's a it was a fun ride the whole time. Um, no real complaints regarding you know like gameplay loop gameplay mechanics um what was uh performance it performed well on my pc it looked well or it looked great i I really don't have any complaints i don't want to spoil too much you know about the game i mean obviously it was a 20 year old game at this point so spoilers would not really matter too much but man i love it i don't think i'm gonna be you know one of those resident evil players and you know i'm gonna go through and run the game back you know multiple times like oh let me try to you know get the s plus rank on my playthrough or i'm trying to like speed run through yada 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 i think this one playthrough was enough maybe in the future i might go back through i'm also surprisingly you know they i like the shift that the series takes you know between two and three into four where it's less horror-y and more actiony so like you know you're just running around i think in resident evil 2 remake you know you're sitting there you're like dang bro bro. you're scared you know and you're scared with just little little slow zombies 
Cause, and yep. you got you know Mr. X is Mr. running X around. And you're like, oh my god, I can't do anything about him. I gotta save my bullets. What am I doing? I don't know. You know, resident. Then we jumped to Resident Evil Four. Leon's got beefed up. They put him in the military. All of a sudden, he said, hmm, "Let me shoot this guy in the leg." Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna suplex him. Yeah, we're gonna we're going crazy okay. now. And then you know, uh, enemy will beef up on him, and then he'll just say, you know what? Boom, 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 boom. I'm he's doing flips. He's jumping and stuff. Okay. I'm like, what the heck? What a uh, long uh, way we've come from being a rookie first day on the job uh, police officer to being a special agent. So shout out Leon S. Kennedy and shout out Resident Evil Four, man. Uh, I'm 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 ready for Resident Evil Five remake, bro. I want to see what okay. if they if they're gonna go through with it. Are they gonna make it co-op like they did? You know the OG. Are we gonna get to see uh, what's his man the man's name Chris Redfield punching a boulder? Is that what, is sure that gonna happen? Will. I'm sure. Okay. We will. Well. I'm ready for it. So give me RE5 remake. And then my okay. second game, uh, other than Redfall, because I did, you know, put a couple hours in Redfall, uh, Benedict Fox. I picked it up for about 30 okay. minutes. Um, it feels a little weird. You know, I think it, it controls a little weird, but I think I like what I've seen so far. You know, it's got like a little bit of a puzzly aspect to it. You know, I'm running, running around this house trying to figure out, you know, what is you know i'm trying to you know i'm trying to solve the case i'm trying to figure out what's going on i haven't you know like i said only spent 30 minutes so i haven't really gotten to sink my teeth into it but it seems promising i would say that and uh no performance issues so far on my pc so i know that that was a big situation with benedict you know for you in the past all the demos that you've tried he was not trying to deck though so okay well maybe Maybe he'll 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 do better for you though, because okay, it's on it. Xbox too. Yeah, it's on Xbox. So yeah, yeah, maybe it'll he'll do a little bit better for you. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Other than Redfall, you know, we'll talk about Redfall. And why don't we transition into Redfall right now? All Ooh. right, so let's let's set, set the stage. All right, so uh, at launch, Redfall, Arcane just coming off a of death loop, death loop, which we both liked quite a mm-hmm. bit. Uh, Arcane Leon came off of Deathloop, and it was like, oh, we got the one-two punch. Arcane Austin coming with Redfall. Uh, the original CGI trailer, okay, pretty cool, pretty cool. This looks interesting, a little co-op game. Uh, we're not the biggest fans of co-op in terms of like, oh, I, who is the biggest fans of co-op, to be honest? like Probably a small group of people. But mm-hmm. we're like, it's Arcane, all right? They're going to make co-op fun. Uh, year goes by. It's supposed to come out summer 2022. Gets the later year. Mm, okay, all right, okay. But it's arcane. It's arcane. You know, it's arcane. They'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. We're looking at footage. We're like, oh, this footage, <laughs> footage. It looks all right, but it's arcane. It'll be. They'll, they'll have some. They'll have something there, surely. Um, it's gonna be 30 FPS only. Okay, that's not the best, but you know, some stuff <laughs> it's happens. Okay, it happens, baby. It happens. It's 30 FPS as long as the game is good. Uh, 30 FPS, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, reviews come out. <laughs> the game is not good. Turns out the game is actually not Yeesh. good. Uh, and it looks like Arcane Austin has a blemish now on their record. Now, uh, just for posterity's sake, uh, Arcane Austin has worked on um, Prey, I believe. And mm-hmm. they've worked on... I don't know if they've worked on anything else on their own. Didn't they, like... Yeah, not on their own, though. I think that that's it. I saw that uh, the most recent game that they helped on was uh, Wolfenstein New, New Blood. So, oh, Youngblood. Like, okay. the... Youngblood, Youngblood. Okay. I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, okay, maybe we should stop doing co-op games, is what it seems like from Arcane Austin over there. They thought uh, that they but, could do something. They said, oh, we did Wolfenstein. We know how to make yeah. it. They, they said, I haven't, so, disclaimer, I haven't played Redfall yet. I will give it a college try, probably on Saturday with either you or Luke Lewis or whatever, and just see uh, what it feels like. But from whatever everything I'm hearing, does not sound like a game I want to play at all, especially mm-hmm. when, I mean... I'm looking at trying out Ravenlock in a couple of days, that new indie game coming out. On Thursday, out. yeah. Yeah, it might be good. It might not, but I may, I am interested in trying it out. Um, and obviously, Tears of the Kingdom is right around the corner. So uh, we'll see what, what that's about. But I haven't played it, but people are saying it's basically 
uh, empty world, uh, no real significance in the side quests or fetch quests they have you doing. Um, a little buggy as well, like uh, weird bug things happening, weird co-op things. Um, and this was supposed to be Xbox's big uh, first half of the year title. Uh, and it looks like it flopped. So let's first talk about, we'll talk about that in a second, but we'll talk about, uh, you, you played it a little bit, right? Yes. I probably put like two, three hours in. Oh, wow. That's so, considering what I've heard. That's, that's a decent amount of time. Yeah. Um, so booting the game up, you know, I was like, okay, this is, you know, I'm obviously not too fond of the whole co-op thing, the whole online only aspect of it. So I'm like, hey, it's whatever. We'll 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 just rock with it. We'll see what they you know, it's arcane. We'll see what they can make it what they can do. Um off the bat, you know, the like aesthetic wise, it's still more arcane and I like that. I like the way the game looks, but mm-hmm. the game just does not feel correct. You know, it's just something about it just <laughs> kind of feels off where you're kinda of like this doesn't necessarily feel too fun to play. It's like fun enough to where i'm like okay i guess i'll play a little bit more but like it doesn't feel like i don't feel excited to play i think that's the the sure. problem i think when i was playing death loop i was excited to you know kind of you know learn more about the story of death loop when i was playing the same with you know dishonored and prey i was excited i was excited to see you know the story that arcane was telling but this one seems so light on story they you know they're opting for these like you know slideshow uh cut scenes um you know kind of akin to who did I'm trying to think of one uh Sly Cooper back in the day you know sure. he was doing those little slideshow cuts you know that was fine it's Sly Cooper but come on mm-hmm. Arcane we 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 evolved beyond that y'all y'all have games where y'all have made cutscenes and y'all have told a story what are we doing here and I understand why because you know you've got this it's this online experience you can't exactly I feel like you can't well no I think I'm not gonna the, I'm not gonna give them <laughs> I think what I've heard or what a lot of people or for example like andy from kind of funny was saying was like basically if you design a co-op game you know that people aren't going to really watch the cutscenes they're just right. talk over crack jokes anyway so why invest in full-fledged uh cutscenes but i will say they advertise it as like oh yeah you can play it a single player like you, you can you don't worry you, you can play a single player it doesn't <laughs> so, feel good as a single player experience right, yeah and I was always a little bit skeptical about the you can you'll have a great time with it as single player because I was like it'll be either one or the other right I find it very mm. hard there are not many games that you can play that are just great as single player and uh, co op at the same time um, unless you're just in a sandbox world where you're just doing crazy stuff like if you have an actual story like. It's usually like, hey, I'll probably want to either play this with people or, you know, I'll, I'll play this by myself. Like, kind of like, I guess Borderlands does it, does it all right. I think Borderlands, Borderlands doesn't have cutscenes, right? Job. Yeah. Borderlands is just kind of like, hey, there's a story going on. We have funny dialogue, but people can still run around and do whatever while I'm listening to a, to dialogue for a specific quest and stuff. Um, the premise of Redfall being like, oh, like there's, like having the arcane sauce. Uh, in terms of like what they do with their stories and also still holding up in terms of a co-op experience seemed a little weird, but I was ready to give them the benefit of the doubt uh, to see if they could pull it off. So you're saying it's not really been pulled off that well, it, like at least from the single player aspect. No, it is not. It definitely feels when I play on playing, you know, in a single, it feels like I'm playing in an empty like multiplayer lobby in a way like you know i feels like i'm supposed to have you know the other people with me in order to you know i'm supposed to have people that i'm supposed to be you know like you said talking to cracking jokes yada yada while i'm playing and there's just like you know stuff going on in the background because you know when i'm running around and like in my little hub world i've got all these characters i don't care about they don't really get like an introduction you're just like oh yeah this guy his name was terrence yeah terrence he does like he's like the <laughs> medic or something and then like you know terrence is talking all this nonsense and i'm like bro i don't i really they didn't do a good job of making me like care about any of these characters they were mm-hmm. just you know kind of there i kind of stumbled upon them and now all of a sudden that's my crew and i'm like okay sure whatever then they send you on these missions which definitely feel like online missions where it's like okay it doesn't have like a lot of weight behind it because you're supposed to be sitting there 
chatting up with your friends <laughs> fucking yeah. around and doesn't and you know fucking around on your way to get to this mission blah 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 then you know i got guns that aren't working properly i'm playing i, I got a burst assault rifle i'm like okay yeah if you're like you know using a burst rifle in a video game when you press the the trigger or you click the mouse how how does it how does that weapon perform it's supposed to do tell me why i click and then it fires one bullet so i have <laughs> to hold single, I, single fire mode there i couldn't see no i don't <laughs> think it was because then what i had to do was i had to hold down the fire button for it to do the burst and then i have to let go of fire and then i have to click again like I, I have to, you have to click and hold in order to do burst fire or, i don't weird. know if that's like a bug or something or i don't know i just didn't feel right it's it just okay. I think that the scores that it's receiving right now are, you know, very fair scores. You know, it's definitely a around the six range. You know, it's definitely, it's playable enough. You can get through it if you want it to, but it's not necessarily the most enjoyable experience. So I, I, we'll see. Maybe we'll be able to have the opportunity to play it, you know, together sometime. But as a single player experience, nah, it's, 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 not, it's, not, the sauce. it's not the sauce. So sorry, Arcane Aussie. I got to do better. So kind of moving on to like what we think happened here, what Mm -hmm. went wrong. All right. Um, I have a theory. I have a theory. And my best guess is based off of what we have known, like leading up, right. We were all surprised when it was announced, right. Almost months after the Bethesda acquisition. I think it was like the first Xbox Mm -hmm. Bethesda showcase is where they announced Redfall. So I was like, Oh, Okay. Clearly, they were working on this project. They hadn't announced it yet, and then Xbox co-opted it. So what I'm assuming happened is this game was being worked on by Arkane Austin. It was supposed to be a smaller project, but uh, the whole premise of the game was to be like a always online co-op experience with a bunch of microtransactions uh, where people buy skins and stuff for the weapons and play online as like an always online game. Um, I remember... Early on, like right after Redfall was announced, or maybe a couple months after, there were like there was a, a leak, and somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I beta tested this game," and there was like a screenshot leaked of like a micro microtransaction store, um, and that got removed. Obviously, that wasn't in the mm-hmm. final game. There's no microtransactions or anything like that. But I have to imagine this was probably a game where Bethesda has have to pr- show that hey, we can we will be making money. Uh, while we are waiting for Starfield to come out. And one of the ways we make, we'll make money is we'll release this uh, always online game. We'll have a microtransaction store and it's like the hot new thing, looter shooter. Um, and <laughs> investors, like, this is how you guys can believe in us. Microsoft, like, buys them. They say, oh, you guys are working on Redfall. They're probably like, yeah, it'll be done in 2022. They're like, oh, cool. This will be a great announcement because we don't really have any games right now. We'll announce Redfall. And we'll say it's coming next summer. Like, they'll, everybody will love. It's a year turnaround. Uh, it's whatever. But also, take the take the mark. Can you make this a, more of a just regular-ass game? Take the microtransaction stuff out. Just make it a regular-ass game. And they're like, uh, okay, yeah, we, we can do that. We can do that. So Xbox obviously announces it. Uh, they try and turn it into just a co-op game, a single-player experience that's not an always-online thing. And... Uh, it's like, okay, summer 2023 comes around. Xbox is like, all right, let's go, Redfall. Let's go. And they're like, okay, here's the demo. And God knows what it must have looked like a year ago. If it if it's this bad right now, God Yeesh. knows what it must have looked like. So Microsoft's probably like, all right, we just bought y'all. We can't put this out <laughs> a year after purchasing y'all. We'll give you another year. All right, we'll give you guys another year, but that's it. All right, we don't even want you guys working on this. Put this out. You guys have another year and then we'll move you on to something that we actually want you to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they came, another year came around. They're still having all these issues. They're still trying to pull it together. Uh, obviously, some some obvious development issues happen. And like, here we are. It's just not going to make it. But Microsoft's probably like, we don't want, th- even if we gave you guys another year, we don't want this shit out. <laughs> we don't really care about this shit anyways. Put it yeah. out fix it later if you need to but we need you guys working on other stuff that's my theory of what happened um what do you think does that seem plausible or do you 
in your head, do you think that something else happened? This was like always supposed to be a good game and it just didn't come together? Or or what do you think? It's really hard to really hard to say. I mean, I'm thinking about the whole microtransactions thing. <laughs> I'm wondering, you know, just how much, you know, how much of a like a you know, online service game it was supposed to be. You know, obviously, you know, microtransactions are just one part of, you know, that whole online aspect but i'm wondering if they were potentially trying to you know hit like you know the the, the destiny the warframe type yeah. of uh beat where you know we're gonna give you the the story to play through that you don't really necessarily care about you're more so caring about like you just, like you said your skins your guns the, the skins, looting yeah. and then you know we'll be able to expand upon the world and you know really stretch out this service because hmm. it's also think, yeah. always online, right? And right. it's like, oh, why is this always online? And they were, like, oh, it's it's always online because you know we need to collect you know data to improve the user experience. Where I, I think maybe the real reason it was always online was because this was just just originally supposed to be an always online service, and they had already built those bones. And Microsoft mm. told them, yeah, that's that's not what this is going to be. You can use whatever you have, but this is not going to be an always online thing. That. It's probably my best guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, from everything I've heard, this has the makings of like a cat, not a cash. It's kind of weird, right? Because it's not a cash grab because there's no microtransactions. But it seems like mm -hmm. it was originally just going to be a cash grabby thing where, hey, we're just trying to get people together to play and we're just going to have them go on raids and stuff and have mm. give them a reason to spend money is what it seems like. And they just couldn't make it into an actually an actual good game after right. the acquisition is what it feels like. Yeah, no, that, that, that definitely makes sense. I feel like I could definitely be convinced of that. I would love to see, you know, if there was some sort of, I don't know, how do we get, how do we, how do we get the, the true story out of this? Are we, are we going to get a, an arcane Austin documentary one day? Maybe like, like a years. double fine. 20 years, 10 years maybe. down the line i want to see i want somebody to spill the tea on what actually went down with this because it that sounds like a plausible thing that to to occur that you know xbox kind of came in microsoft came in and kind of pulled the rug on their uh plan to turn this into live service to make money to be able to make you know pray to or whatever some you know redo their engine or something i don't know mm -hmm. so very interesting though very sad yeah, uh obviously bummer, <laughs> this is I mean, a game that I was looking forward to for quite a long time, and I don't. You were kind of looking for it. You weren't like too, you weren't like hyped about it, but you definitely were I like was, oh, hoping that it'd be fine. Yeah, I was excited because it was an arcane game, right? Like, right. They have earned my trust in a way. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to what they were doing. Granted, this was completely different than anything they had done before, and the co-op and stuff is never something that I'm super pumped about going in. But I was like, oh maybe arcane will have a interesting spin on it but no they, they really didn't um and like when when we look back at like arcane games in the past Deathloop, prey dishonor and what makes those special um like envisioning a typical arcane game it's like oh you're in this level you have a you're in almost a enclosed space where it's like a very tight space with a lot of rooms and a lot of different like vents and stuff to go around and sneak around in and just discover new pathways to explore the space that they give you and redfall kind of goes completely against that where it's like more of a big open space and you're just kind of running around in this open space instead of like exploring all the details in this this one like area is from what i hear you can tell me if i'm wrong you are you're not wrong pretty much but they try to they tried to spin it in the beginning you know as you know a typical arcane game you know as soon as mm -hmm. i you know kind of got done with the initial tutorial i get to like the first like area where i like you know i'm trying to like liberate my hub area sure. they you give me a big old pop-up they say look you control your fate this is how you, you could go in, you can bust in through the, you know, guns blazing, you can sneak in, you can pick the lock, whatever you want to do. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. But immediately, as soon as I like made my way into, you know, this like area as I, you know, whichever way I wanted to do, they were like, actually, you guys just go ahead and defeat everybody. Let's go. Just go ahead and just kill <laughs> kill them all. And I was like, what is happening? Like, what didn't you tell me I could do? Me. Like, I guess it makes sense because of, you know, 
that's the story beat but like i don't think they should have they're being a little disingenuous trying to you know set this up as uh a previous arcane game where you can do things you know so many different other ways um also the enemy detection is just it's just buns bro i felt like i was you know <laughs> across the the hall like the street or something and then all of a sudden they'd be like hey is somebody there what's going on i get the little, <laughs> little notification that somebody's looking for me and i'm like what is going on bro i'm not even like moving like that so i don't know <laughs> okay uh i have an interesting question for you right you. uh what would have what would playstation have done all right what would have let's say the game mm-hmm. It seems like the game is beyond saving, right? Yes. So saving the game is not an option. But let's say in some parallel universe, PlayStation buys Bethesda. Um, they see Redfall is a project that is already in the works. Is PlayStation... You think PlayStation would have canceled this? I feel like they probably would have. Isn't it, But wouldn't it be too late? I mean, like there, we were only you know one two by the time they would have acquired it in 2020 2021 you would only have one more or two more years of before or i guess they were expecting it to come out 2022 they probably would only have one more year to work on it like they had already been working on it for probably four or five years at that point it might have been too late Mm, it's interesting i don't know yeah i mean i think you're right but also I don't know on the business side, like, even if it's only one year away, if it looks like dog, I mean, okay, mm. okay. I guess I understand, right? Cause like, but it's not like a dog water to the point where it's like, you know, unplayable. Like, you Yeah, know. like if there's, you, I can see maybe you thinking, oh yeah, with one more year, maybe they'll pull things together. And also, I guess you don't want to be that corporate person that buys the studio and then immediately cancels their project like one of the first new projects coming from the studio mm-hmm. without giving them their year to deliver. I don't know. Uh, I think Xbox was in a pretty bad position with this. Um, and it's unfortunate that Starfield got delayed because they definitely needed a win with Redfall. Um, which brings me to my next question. Uh, Xbox is over party. Is this how, how far are we gone? How far have we gone the rabbit down the rabbit hole in terms of like now, you know, we were hoping Redfall would hit. Uh, we were, we're hoping Starfield hits. Redfall is a miss. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what's going How are you feeling? How are you feeling? I mean, feeling the same way I was feeling two weeks ago, man. I think if Star, Starfall, Starfield uh, needs to, it needs, I think, you know, Maybe I'm kind of changing my tune here slightly. I think Starfield needs to hit like, you know, around the eights or something, you know, in terms of reviews um, in order to keep Microsoft with their head, you know, people like just that net neutral Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, And then, you know, whatever next couple of games that are coming out, as long as they're pretty solid, you know, it could bring microsoft back up and also you know if it has if starfield has like a long life cycle you know with like dlc and whatnot and like good if it, if it does well like after launch then i think that it could you know look really well for xbox but yeah i just feel like redfall obviously is not helping xbox's case but i don't necessarily i feel like people are already so d- down on xbox and i don't even know if it hurts it that <laughs> much you know <laughs> Like, no, like enough, people are saying, enough. people are trying to say, okay, well, now we're, you know, really expecting something from Starfield. But I feel like I was, we were already in that camp. Like, I feel like people yeah. weren't too, weren't so gung ho about Star, uh, Redfield, Redfall as, you know, a game that is a linchpin for its the success of um, Xbox. So mm-hmm. the fact that it's, you know, not doing well. I think it's I think it's all right personally as long as Star it's it's pretty much still as long as Starfield. Yeah, I I kind of agree with you here, or mm-hmm. not even kind of. I I totally agree with you here. One hundred percent. I think nothing changes here. Like Redfall, like even looking at Redfall, it's like okay, this was in production before uh, Microsoft bought Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at Hi-Fi Rush, same case. Hi-Fi Rush was cool. It's a new IP. 
for Xbox, but it doesn't really give any great indicator on like, oh, Microsoft, I can't believe they made Hi-Fi Rush. I think it was already in development well before Xbox bought Bethesda, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, Starfield will be a lot of the same. Where Starfield obviously has been in development for eight years, maybe 10 years. I don't know how long. Um, and most of that was done pre-Microsoft. I think perception-wise, sure, Redfall doing bad makes Xbox look, look makes the Xbox brand look bad. Starfield uh, doing good or bad will have a big impact on the Xbox brand. But in terms of like the future of Xbox, I'm still looking towards uh, those fully developed from the ground up projects to figure out what's going on with the team. And I, and more specifically, um, fully from the ground up projects from the good studios. The next coalition project I think has to be really good. Um, the next project from Obsidian, Obsidian, the next big project, whether it's Avowed or um, whatever, needs to be really good. Outer um, Worlds. Outer Worlds 2. Yeah, both of those need to be really good. Um, and like Fable needs to be really good. Um, those are the studios that are supposed to be the best studios that Microsoft has. And enough time has passed where if those games are bad, then it's like, okay, what are we doing? You guys had the full development cycle to make these. These are Xbox IPs um, and you guys couldn't get it done. That's when I'm going to be like, okay, what's going on? Um, And maybe same with Indiana Jones. Um, I think Machine Games is making that. Machine Games is also one of their best studios. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think Indiana Jones will be mostly developed from the ground up post- uh, Bethesda acquisition, but then again, it's not like they really have work. I don't think they're really working closely with machine games on this. It's kind of like machine games just making it, and Xbox is checking in and making sure everything is going well. And it's Indiana Jones, and you know, we'll see how that goes. But I think that'll also be a indicator. Um, yeah, I mean, Redfall was a cool announcement back in twenty twenty two when it originally got revealed. 2021 was it 2021 yeah because we were supposed to release in 2022 and then they delayed it oh because it's 2023 right now that makes sense um yeah yeah it was cool but i don't think anybody was ever like this is it this is this is the game yeah Uh, starfield definitely people do talk about starfield like that people do talk about halo infinite like that uh and halo infinite was a big missed opportunity in terms of like keeping the longevity of halo going i still think that the multiplayer was good when it launched mm-hmm. but xbox should have made sure that um that content schedule was what it needed to be um when they launched and i think that's kind of why everybody got fired over at 343 uh because that was <laughs> a true like test where it's like hey 343 got acquired now they're build- building halo infinite and now they screwed up the the post-launch plan and people absolutely fucked that up and they got fired for it. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, like I said, I'm riding with Xbox until they, re- until they say, Hey, we're not, we can't do game pass anymore. <laughs> we're not putting uh we're not putting chained echo games on Xbox anymore. We're putting either dog water on game pass or we're just not doing game pass anymore. That's when I, that's when I dip out. Right. Xbox Dang. could be like, Hey, we're not making a single first party ever again. And let me tell you, I'd be like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. But if Game Pass is still running, baby, I'm still going, baby. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with going. that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'll be right, um, yeah, right with you. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm still very excited. I really am looking for the best out of a lot of these projects that they announced. And I think these next year and a half will be very important. If Starfield doesn't do well, like you said, Starfield should be in the 80s. I think Starfield needs to be in the 90s, not because it has anything to do with Xbox, but like mm-hmm. why more of it having to do with like Bethesda Studios. Like why would it be anything lower than an 87, 88, 89, even a 90, right? So mm-hmm. um, I think instead of looking at Xbox as a, as a huge thing, uh, I kind of look at these studios individually and it's like, okay, the good studios better be good. I don't expect the bad studios to just start, you know, 
magically being good out of nowhere. Um, when we look at some of the best studios, the Naughty Dogs, the Insomniacs, the um, uh, Sucker Punches, they've been good mm-hmm. for decades. They've been good well before uh, uh, PlayStation bought them. And we expect that from them. Uh, some of these Xbox studios, uh, Compulsion Labs, for example, we don't expect really anything out of them. And if they make a good game, that's kind of hype. But I'm expecting their better studios to to be the ones that perform. And I'll be really disappointed if Compulsion puts out something like Redfall, if Playground Games with Fable puts out something uh, as bad as Redfall, stuff like that. That's when I'll be hella worried about what's going on with those studios. Um and to wrap it up, all right, to, to mm. talk about some positive, to talk about some some people doing stuff right, let's talk about PlayStation uh, as, a, as a company, all right? Because recently, uh, I think the Herman Holst, who I don't even know his title, the head of games or the head of PlayStation or president. Head of games. What is it? Can you look at his uh, Herman Holst, title? head of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios. Right. He's okay, the head. Okay. He got a big old head. They recently, (laughs) he he got a big old head, baby. Um, He recently talked about, hey, we want to make more games as a service titles. Mm -hmm. And I want to find the uh, exact quote, but I can't find it. But essentially, he was basically saying, don't think of games as a service as something exactly like Destiny. Like, we are going to try and we have like 12 games as a service titles, uh, like, in the making over the next maybe five or 10 years or something. Um, and we're excited about them and we think they're going to, you know, add a lot to the PlayStation brand and they're not just going to be destiny. We're going to have a lot of different varying, uh, things, different in there audiences, that, different audiences that hit the same PlayStation level of quality. PlayStation has been doing a lot right for over a decade now, ever since the PS4, the, yeah, the PS4 generation, the end of the PS3 generation, they've done, I would argue, one thing very, very well. Their first party um, action, cinematic, uh, you know, action adventure games. We all know it. We all love them. And they've used their IPs that they've had in the bag for a while. The IPs with uh, uh, Last of Us, the IPs with God of War, even creating new IPs with Horizon and I mean, Spider-Man is not a new IP, but yeah, Ghost and Spider-Man with like new game IPs, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, They've done that formula really, really well. I think Horizon and Spider-Man are probably the biggest deviations to the formula where Horizon is still kind of like action-adventure cinematic, but it's an RPG. I think it's really different, Mm -hmm. and the game plays really different than anything PlayStation has and spider-man same thing it plays really different it's like this city sandbox is really fun it's great how do you think they were fa- they will will fare in the games as a service uh route do you think that they can like for example when last of us factions drops in maybe a year or so do you think it will change how we look at multiplayer games and kind of be this new blending of story and multiplayer do you think the other projects that they put out um, will hit the same levels as like their first parties that they have right now. I think this is another, you know, tough question um, to kind of, you know, answer and walk through just because, you know, they are talking like what Herman was saying. He was talking about, okay, we were wanting these games to, you know, reach out to different audiences. He also said that he doesn't, you know, some, not all of them will be like massive time sinks. Like, you know, I think a lot of mm-hmm. live service games can be right now. And I'm just, I'm just kind of struggling to wrap my head around, like, what is that even going to look like? What does a live service game look like if it's not a time sink? If it's not, you know, in this specific, you know, kind of <laughs> like ballpark? Because what, okay, we've got like MMOs or, or live or are, are MMOs considered live service? I would assume. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Okay, so maybe so. down the line we could see some, you know, PlayStation MMOs, you know, coming to in addition to Destiny. In in addition to Destiny, yeah. Uh, but as for like the Last of Us factions, you know, I can't imagine it redefining too much because all I can think of in my mind is, you know, something like uh your your division or your ghost recon mm. types of game because that's kind of like where my mind automatically like you know gets drawn towards. But if they're able to you know change the formula up, if factions is, I don't know, 
some type of uh, enhancement and live version of that multiplayer game mode that we played back on, uh, you know, the Last of Us uh, remaster back in the day, mm-hmm. that one time, mm-hmm. then maybe it can have some, you know, maybe they can have some sauce. Maybe they, it will fare uh, going forward. But it, it's really hard to kind of wrap your head around because it seems to me like they're trying to like go for something new. And they mm-hmm. keep all you know keep talking about all this stuff like different, and we're reaching out to different audiences. We're doing we're just gonna be different. We're gonna be different. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> let's go. It's about okay. To I'm like, how though? Like, like how? I need to see. I'm gonna need to see like you know some some an inkling to kind of you know be able to inform a more impo- informed opinion. Basically, all that to say is I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna so, fare. Out. I'm also pretty interested because I think for the first time in a really long time, this is PlayStation basically tackling the same challenges that Microsoft is tackling right now in a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. They're acquiring a lot of studios that have never put a game out before. Uh, similar to how Microsoft is acquiring like these games that maybe have one or two indie games under their belt. Like, uh, PlayStation is buying a lot of studios that have yet to put out a proven product, um, and they're just now building these studios up. So it'll be interesting to see how these studios that are kind of designed to be AAA games as a service studios actually fair. So that's one aspect that I'm really interested in. And if they can leverage like the destiny devs and all that other stuff together to make a cool product, I'll think that, I think that'll be a really cool pivot or a really interesting kind of like evolution of the PlayStation brand. Like the reason I talk about Xbox so much on the podcast and the reason like I think Xbox is interesting to talk about is because they are trying different stuff. They are mm-hmm. experimenting with new studios, with Game Pass, uh, bringing these uh, established indie studios in and like having them make new projects. I think that's really exciting and cool. And you really never know what you're going to get when you have an Xbox showcase because they're always trying different stuff. Granted, that ends up with flops like Redfall or... <laughs> whatever. Uh, but I still think it's interesting and exciting. Granted, I love PlayStation games. I, I love the formula they have with their last of us is in God of war, but it's pretty, pretty safe. It's pretty safe. I think the games as a service thing is not safe. And if they do find a, a way to make a, div- a interesting division style game, with the last of us where there's like a lot of story and stuff built in i think that could be pretty sick and i would like once that first game hits and is a success i'll be really excited to see what the next game start to be uh once that first games of the service game is like a, a a hit um i have no clue what i want last of us factions to be like i said i am not very excited about multiplayer games or co-op experiences or anything like that mm-hmm. but the fact that it's night dog is the thing that's telling me just like Redfall, I was giving the benefit of the doubt because it was arcane. Um, I can't, now that you mention it, I can't think of it being anything else other than the division based on how they described it, where they were like, oh, there's going to be story elements mixed with mm-hmm. multiplayer. So in my eyes, that is the division, uh, which I get. Like, would you want that? Is that something that you would be down to play or? I think I'd be down to play it. I would be a little dis. I'm a little disappointed in the whole, because you know, me personally, I just want the the OG Last of Us multiplayer back. You know, I like that. You know, team deathmatch style thing where you know you're going around uh, killing each other in that um, Last of Us gritty way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the combat. I like the the way that the combat flowed there. I think that you know. I guess there would probably still be an opportunity for that. In this game, you could probably have like a separate game mode because I know Destiny actually does that, where they have like I think was it like the the Crucible or something, where it's just yeah. straight up de- death match. Okay, so maybe I wouldn't be too disappointed, but hmm, yeah, no, I think the the division style would work well with it, and I would be interested in seeing the way like you know that works with uh, the Last of Us like you know gameplay loop and like you know have the whole you know we're crouching we're getting our materials you know we're running up on NPCs that are you know calling out hey watch out Bruce they're running around mm-hmm. the corner you know stuff like that I think it would be pretty so, cool obviously we have uh, Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 coming out next year mm-hmm. we have uh, supposedly Wolverine is supposed to be coming out next year but Outside of those two, if PlayStation was advertising Last of Us Factions as that other big game, is that something 
you are into or would you rather have you would you rather them keep having the first party titles be the big like seasonal releases and then the multiplayer might maybe be like add-ons here or there Mm, i think i'd be okay with having multiplayer you know like you said you know having them branch out and do something new we you know sony has proven themselves with these you know first party or uh you know cinematic experiences uh single player experiences Mm -hmm. i would like to see them branch out a little bit and i don't think i would mind seeing those you know kind of occupy the the big launch windows Mm -hmm. um especially since i know that i'm gonna end up you know if i get last of us factions you know beginning of 2024 and i know then i know i'm gonna get you know wolverine at the end of the year i'm not gonna be too mad about it i I wouldn't be too mad if it you know took up a spot there here and there because also it's not going to take up every spot they're not going to switch to every game being live service so absolutely i i think they have a good cadence and they did it right where they have a lot of uh single player games in the pipeline to where even if the multiplayer doesn't pan out one or two years they still got single player to back it up so i'm very excited to see how this pans out i really if there's one thing i want from like the playstation games as a service initiative over the next 10 years whatever it'd be interesting if we got a smaller games as a service like herman is saying where they're not time sinks and it is something that i can play over a weekend or two and have like this really crazy fun experience and then kind of just put it down and be not feel like i'm missing out on something after i put it down Mm. where it's like oh i i did this and i beat it whatever this games as a service thing is maybe it's like a large story mode where everybody is working together to complete the story or something i don't know but I think it would be cool if they could somehow make a smaller experience feel collaborative and fun with like the story elements. Um, that'd be cool. Cause like, like you said, I don't have time to be putting, putting hours and hours and hours into these online games. Like it's just not something I'm interested in. So especially when they're constantly growing, they're adding new exactly. expansions and you're just like, bro, you're always feeling left behind. It yeah, literally. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. So I'm interested, obviously, uh this next month really like in the next month and a half we will have be right in the middle of the e3 stuff we will probably have already seen the playstation showcase so i think a lot of our yeah i think a lot of our questions will start to be answered um within the next month which is very very exciting i'm very interested to see what the next slate of projects for playstation is and with that i think it's time to wrap up all right uh, we we talked about L fall. We talked about uh, <laughs> future PlayStation, and we talked red about red fail. Red dang, that's that's what I, I should have said. Red fail. Fuck, I messed <laughs> that up. Um, but we talked about a lot of stuff, and next week we'll be back to talk about some even even more stuff. I don't know what we're gonna talk about next week, but we'll find something. We'll find something, baby. We'll, we'll talk see. about Made in Abyss. All right, which you guys will learn about in the uh, in the cool down for this week. All right, we need to get our sin caught up so he can bask in the horrors that i bask oh god i'm not ready (laughs) uh but with that everybody thank you for listening to the show like i said all of the social media links and stuff are in the description below but let me give a big shout out to aaron miller for the intro music follow him at the miller child on instagram you can find me on social media as the hoop man where the e is a three you can find my co-host arsene here as pax arsenica on twitter and twitch or arsene lakpa on instagram and until next time guys keep gaming game on folks